and welcome to the Glossy Beauty Podcast. I'm Sarah Sprickfeiner. Some of you might have heard me on past episodes of the Glossy Beauty Podcast or on Glossy's Week in Review Podcast, or maybe you get the Glossy Pop newsletter. But if you don't already know, I run a vertical called Glossy Pop, which is all about the intersections of fashion, beauty, and pop culture. Basically, for the past two years, I've written about a lot of TikTok trends, mega influencers, celebrity beauty brands, and reported on what makes a successful marketing strategy. I'll be hosting special editions of the podcast just about once a month. I'm calling them Popcasts, which will focus on the same topics as pop coverage does. I'm so excited to introduce our debut pop episode with Vanessa Hudgens, who is relaunching her beauty brand this week, No Beauty. Obviously, we all know that the celebrity-founded brand space has become so crowded, and Vanessa's brand intrigued me because she's actually going through a brand launch for the second time. She first launched her brand in 2021 with Madison Beer. It was a concept around personalized beauty. She's back as a solo entrepreneur this time, and she's launching the brand with a single skew, a face mask. In our interview, we talk about what she's learned since then, the new product, and her other beauty must-haves. Here's my interview with Vanessa. Hi, Vanessa. Hi. (laughs) You're in New York today? No, I'm in Arizona. Oh, you're in Arizona. Okay. What brings you to Arizona? Um, My man's is from here and he's in spring training. Mm. Congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a week you got engaged to go? No, I got engaged a while ago. I was just on the down low. You kept it on the... That's yeah. totally fair. That's to- <laughs> also a good job. Like, Thank you. Yeah, we went, a, we went a while without people finding out. I feel like that's a feat for someone with 50 million Instagram followers, <laughs> right? It really is. I actually had a snafu, like, in the midst of keeping it on the down low. I posted a picture and then realized my ring was in <gasps> And then deleted it immediately. And I was like, oh, my God, not me blowing my own cover. (laughs) Uh, We've all been there. I am not famous, but I did post my address to my own Instagram stories earlier this week. Oh, no. So you win some, you lose some. Yeah. Yeah, The thrills of social media. (laughs) (laughs) Truly. So I remember, you know, was it already two years ago that you were first launching a beauty brand and also that this is not even your only company. I would love to hear a little bit before we even dive into the first iteration of No Beauty. What are the other companies that you're currently involved in? Um, I have Cali Water, which is a cactus water. Um, We have three different flavors at the moment and are currently working on some really exciting stuff. I love it because the companies that I have, I am genuinely obsessed with. So like Cali water, I drink every morning, first thing. Um, I'm always stocked up. And then uh, I have Thomas Ashbourne, which is premium made craft cocktails. And uh, I make the margarita with Rosario Dawson and Ashley Benson. Um, we're working on another reiteration of our margarita, which we're very excited about to bring out hopefully around summertime. And yeah, I, I just, I love it. It's, it's so fun putting on my businesswoman hat and being boss lady for a little bit. I mean, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Like you're basically already a veteran businesswoman. By <laughs> I know, kind of, I love it for me. <laughs> 
I mean, when you in 2006 filmed High School Musical, did you ever imagine you'd be a multi-hyphenate, three-time entrepreneur? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, no, definitely not in the spaces, definitely not in the beverage space. Like, Mm. as I've gotten older, yes, it makes more sense. Um, But I've always been a big fan of beauty and cosmetics and like also as I've gotten older, skincare. So that I could see for myself back in high school musical days, but doing it all, definitely not. So you first launched No Beauty in 2021 with Madison Beer, and it was a very different concept than the one that I believe we're about to hear more about today. It involved a test in which uh, users sent their saliva to a lab. You, cor- <laughs> you, cor- you correct me where I'm I'll, wrong. I'll tell I'm, it a little better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you'll do it. You'll, you'll get me, you know, you'll explain where I yeah. messed that up. But, and now you're coming back, same name, but different team from what I understand. And I'm excited to hear all about that. And one product. So let's hear sort of, you know, obviously, given that you've decided to make a major pivot, what did you learn from that first iteration of the brand? Why do you think that it didn't work the way that maybe you wanted it to? And and what have you taken from that experience? I think that like nowadays, the main thing consumers want are easy. You know, you want to make sure it's easy to get, easy to handle, easy to understand, easy to operate. Like, Life is so complicated as it is. We all have such crazy, hectic lifestyles that when we're trying something new, we want it to be easy, not complicated and challenging. And I think the DNA testing kits were a really smart, interesting way to approach skincare that was science-backed, but it just didn't find its home. It didn't hit with consumers like we thought it would. And so we decided to completely re-pivot. And at that time, me and Madison Beer did launch the company together. And she has so much going on. She has her music. She has her memoir, which is coming out, I think, in April. Um, so she was swamped. And I was like, I think that we need to really rethink the company and start from scratch. And she was like, you go ahead. Get it. <laughs> All the best. Um, and so I had the task of, of creating something brand new, which was kind of daunting, um, but really exciting because I am such a crafty girl that like all the components of a product really excite me down to the look, the feel, the product itself. I I love creating. Um, so I was like, what is something that can slot seamlessly into a skincare line rather than trying to take over an entire skincare line? Cause let's face it, we've all like spent years trying to figure out what works for our skin, what products we love, what are our like do or dies. And like to try to take over your entire skincare line is, it's a lot. And like, that's even more money to add on top of life, you know? So it was like one thing that I do love and always have stood behind are clay masks. And I have really oily and sensitive skin. So I was having trouble finding one that didn't dry me out. One that like just like felt good and moisturizing and cleansing. 
Um, so I was like, okay, cool. I think that like starting there would be a really great place. I want to be able to find something niche in this space of beauty that I can really just put my stamp on. And so the whole get brand process begun. Was there a part of you ever, I mean, I'm kind of just asking this because I think I might've felt this way where you were like, oh, I tried, it didn't work. I'm done. Like, how did you find it in you to be like, no, let me do this all over again. If I had that mentality, I would not be where I am today. <laughs> Fair. I mean, Fair. like I've done films that I've poured my heart, tears, blood, everything into. And like, it didn't really pick up steam or eyes or, or reviews that like, I had hoped, but that doesn't yeah. stop me from doing what I love. You know, like, yeah. I think that all you can do is, is, is do your best. We're all out here trying to do our best. Um, and I think rather than just like moping on the fact that it didn't work, I wanted to be really proactive and figure out what could work. I'd love to get a sense of like the timeline. Like, when did you start reinventing? How did you find your new team? When did they get involved? How did that all happen? Yeah, well, we launched originally in 2021. Um, and we kind of were trying to ramp it up for like a year and nothing was really sticking. We were trying to do Instagram lives, trying to get people engaged. And our sales just weren't doing what we thought that they would. Um, so we were like, okay, about after a year, I was like, we we got to really take a turn here. And Roman stepped in, um, who has been like my ride or die in this whole process and has been so pivotal in, in helping the look and the feel of the company and just taking my scattered, chaotic brain and thoughts and putting them into something that actually is cohesive. Um, so like we've been working together as an amazing team. I, I am genuinely so, so grateful for everything that he has helped made possible. For listeners who don't know, who is Roman? <laughs> <laughs> Roman is my guy who's came over and taken over no beauty with me. Um, he has done an amazing job at building companies up from, nothing um and has just been pivotal in making sure that we have the finances to be able to create the product and to get it made how did you meet him um we <laughs> i'm like the amount of business money and like business forward people that are around once you start getting into the space is plentiful um and we just kind of hit it off and we started talking about what we think could be a niche space for us and how I wanted the company to feel and kind of the fact that there are these clay masks that are on the market that are very expensive and mm -hmm. there's not really luxury masks for an affordable price. Um, and he just got that and he had the right people on hand. He had this formulator, Mary, who was pivotal in helping create the product. We looked for so many different ingredients and found um, the Glacial Bay clay, otherwise known as um, Canadian colloidal clay, um, and really just put our heads together and 
created uh, a product that we're both extremely proud of and that works, <laughs> most importantly. And so you're launching on March 15th. Yeah. You're launching, what's the price point of the mask? $35. Okay. Tell me more about what makes it different from other clay masks. I mean, I know that like me, I've been trying beauty products for the past decade and I, I can only imagine that like, you know, your skin has been again, like mine, a testing ground, like a laboratory. Literally. Like, <laughs> and I love testing things. I really do. I'm like, you send me it. I'm going to try it. Even if it might burn my face off, which I literally same. have done before. Oh, hard same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like, I wanted to take like active ingredients, things that are actually going to be working on your skin for your skin. I'm a very big nature girl. I love like a holistic approach to life. So I was like, let's look to nature. What does nature have to offer us that we can use? Um, and the Canadian clodal clay is really unique because it comes from an active glacier. So there's a ton of minerals and vitamins packed in there. It removes impurities, um, oil, uh, exfoliates dead skin cells. Um, and like the minerals again, like the minerals have been a really big thing for me recently. Um, so I was like, that's, that's great. There's kaolin clay, which is another big component for clay masks, which kind of keeps things together. Um, bentonite clay, which we've heard of. Um, but the thing that I was really excited about was lactic acid. I've been using lactic acid on my skin for a while and man, I, I think it's the most powerful ingredient I've used on my skin thus far, um, just as far as like removing dead cells and really clearing my complexion up. I've struggled with acne my entire life. Like I thought as an adult, it would go away. It hasn't. <laughs> so I really leaned into these ingredients to help me and my problematic skin. And And now I still have like, hormonal breakouts every now and then. But like the breakouts that I used to have are pretty much gone. Um, we also put in giant sea kelp, which is great for um, evening your skin tone and helping to prevent uh, wrinkles and fine lines, you know, getting older. So that's also really important to me. Um, so it really just like checks all the boxes for me personally, having sensitive, oily, acne prone, and like sometimes dull and tired and polluted skin. Yeah. I just have to ask as a beauty junkie and for the beauty junkies listening, like what's the rest of your skincare routine like these days? Hmm. <laughs> it's, it's pretty, it's pretty in depth. I've, I've really leaned into my tools recently. Um, because while I do love looking to mother nature for remedies, <laughs> you know, there's also it's a, a balance. It is. It totally is. It totally is. So I'm like, I've been loving my solar wave. Like I have been putting on this oil. Um, it's called, oh no. Um, it's by like, it's like a non, non gender, non gender specific. I got you. Yeah. They're oil. <laughs> um, full of active, um, botanicals. Um, that and using my solo wave a ton. I feel like that's just great for like evening my complexion and helping with breakouts. I also found this thing called Snatched by Polly and it uses like high frequency and um, 
what is it called? When oh, ultrasound, and you put on like a like a gel, like a collagen gel, and it just like really tightens things up. It it's an at home tool. Yeah. I will be Googling that. Yeah, I'm a big at-home girl because I'm like, yes, you're supposed to get a facial all the time, but I haven't gotten a facial in months. Like, I just, I like taking the time for myself and like doing it at home and like trying to save some money. I've always been that way. Like, I don't love just like spending a ton of money all the time. I love that. I'm like, I got a mortgage. I got bills. Like, I'm trying to be smart. (laughs) So I really lean on like my products and everything. I really love hearing. I feel like who doesn't love hearing that from someone where people imagine that you're like getting like a thousand dollar facial every day. So you're like, no, I'm really not. (laughs) I'm like, when it comes to award seasons and stuff, don't get me wrong. Like my, my team, my publicist literally calls me and she's like, so we're going to book you a facial, Joanna Vargas. And I'm like, great. Love it. Thank you. Because I just don't do it on my own. Yeah. No, I love that. And Joanna, best of the best. Shout out (laughs) to Joanna Vargas. Yeah. Um, so no, the original iteration was obviously direct to consumer because you would order that test on your own. Um, and now you're launching at Amazon, correct? Yeah. Tell me as the savvy businesswoman that you have become about <laughs> that decision. <laughs> well, um, no, I mean, like I said, I think it's all about making things easy. And I know myself as a consumer, whenever I have something pop into my head that I need, first thing I do is open up my Amazon app and order it. And it's at my doorstep the next day. And I just love that. I I think it's, it's the name of the game is just make things easier. Um, and you know, luckily, like I'm not the first launch with Amazon. I think that they've been able to launch a couple of products, see what works, see what doesn't work. We have a team there who is very ready to push things out, make sure that we have enough steam going and enough, um, product to provide, um, and have really figured out the steps in order to get the most eyes on on the product. And so I'm really excited about their support, and I'm, I'm really excited to launch with them. When you say a team with Amazon, do you mean like Roman has a team with Amazon? No, or... Amazon themselves have okay. a team for launching new products. And they also have like different subgenres of Amazon, like the Amazon fashion and the Amazon. There's so many different facets. They've taken me through. There was a PowerPoint presentation, but it's been a few, <laughs> few weeks now. <laughs> um, I'm, that must have been really interesting, though. Anything that stood out to you that you've learned from working with Amazon so far? Um, I mean, like, it's really the thing that I love about them is it's really personalized, right? Like my homepage is not going to look like your homepage. Um, and that's like a really big thing for them. And they have different divisions of their company doing these different, um, different things that basically bring you the products that you need. I don't know. It's like, it's so much that honestly, because I didn't go to business school, it kind of starts to fly over my head (laughs) at a certain point, but they're, they're really excited. And so I'm like, as long as the passion is there, I feel like we can, we can move mountains. Okay. Obviously I feel like I've, I've done quite a few interviews with 
celebrities on the brink of launching brands. You're my first relaunch, which is kind of why I wanted to talk to you. Cool. Like, I'm wondering how that sort of changed your outlook on the industry. Like, knowing that even in between when you first launched No and now, it's like John Legend launched and like, I don't know, probably 10 others that are escaping my mind right now. Like, how do you look at that segment of the beauty industry that keeps growing and growing? And obviously people have a lot of divisive thoughts about it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it is always going to be a constantly growing industry, especially now in this day and age where technology is advancing and people are figuring out different little hacks to tap into the whole market. Um, you know, I think it's all about like whether or not you're a celebrity or someone of notoriety, like it, what matters is that you have an, a niche product, like something that can fit into the marketplace that is currently not there. Um, and that's kind of always been my thought with business. It's, it's like, is this on the market? And how can I approach it in a way that is different and outside the box? And sometimes it pays off and sometimes it doesn't like with the first launch of No Beauty. Um, So I don't know. I think that it's like always going to be growing. But I think the most important thing is transparency. Um, And so I'm just trying to stay as transparent as I possibly can. Like, I'm not saying this is a brand brand new company like no we we've been here you might be familiar but we're we're doing it differently and this time it is 100% completely from this little head of mine um (laughs) down to the way it smells in the packaging and the imagery um but it's just it's really fun and I think that passion plays if you are passionate about something that that takes its own lives yeah yeah. Where did you draw where did you draw that inspiration from that went into creating that image of the brand and the smell and all of that? Well, um <laughs> <laughs> I I wanted it to feel luxurious, you know? And when I think of luxury, I think of like royalty and I think of the color purple and I think about like how that's also kind of like this dreamy space and and just really allows yourself to feel like royalty, you know, like it's a really good, good color. Um, so I was like, I want to start from there, literally like a color. I know we're doing clay masks, but like, let's start with purple. And like, how then do does that translate into our packaging? And we went through so many different iterations. The thing that was really important to me was that it was fully recyclable, um, which honestly did cut down options as mm, to packaging, sure. um, mm. but is more important to me to have a fully recyclable product than to have a really interesting shaped mask, <laughs> you know? Totally. Um, but I, I remember, I think the first time my ears perked up w- in beauty was when I was probably like eight or nine years old. And I remember seeing a Calvin Klein ad. I think it was for Euphoria. Um, And it was purple and there were orchids. And I was like, wow, that's luxury. (laughs) (laughs) I've taken 
nod to my little girl self and have been able to translate it into a real actual product. Those early beauty memories are like the best thing to hear about too. Yeah, totally. I literally went back and I was like, luxury, what is luxury? And then my brain was like, (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Do you feel like, sorry, one more thing on the question of like celebrity brand. Do you feel like it's become almost like an imperative that a celebrity have a beauty brand or a beverage brand or something? Like, how do you look at that? like, Like sometimes I imagine that it's like, I don't know, you hit 5 million followers and you're like, time to start my brand. Like, how did, how do you think about that? No, I don't think that at all. I think that if it's something you're passionate about, then 100% dive in feet first. Um, But like I said, I think passion plays. I think that if you are passionate about it, then like that speaks for itself, especially because it takes so much work and time. Like yeah. you really have to be so invested in order to really pick it up off the ground. You have to do the work. You got to show up at the stores. If your products in stores, you got to talk to all the different investors. Like you, you really have to do the work. It is a job. It's not like you're just signing off on something and your name's attached to it. And I imagine it's in some ways taking time that you could be acting or doing whatever else, singing. I mean, you're a very multi-talented lady. Yeah. I mean, like, it's it's a nice subdivision of my career that I feel very in control of, which mm. with being an actor, sometimes you don't feel, um, unless you're a director. <laughs> because yeah. then, yes, you can put together the movie you want. But as an actor, you know, you don't always get final say. So it's, it's a nice, nice subdivision to have in my back pocket. Yeah. So speaking of like putting the time into the brand, that's something I was definitely thinking about. You did, you know, press circuit number one. Now you're on press circuit number two. What else will you be doing to sort of get the word out about the brand? Obviously you have a phenomenally mind-bogglingly huge social platform, but how will you be talking to them about the product and the brand and the brand 2.0? Um, Again, just being very transparent about it. Um, I want to try to get people involved and I want to make it easy, which is why the partnership with Amazon. Um, But I feel like honestly, word of mouth and like just getting the product out there is everything. Um, So whether that's giveaways or meet and greets um, or lives where I can attach the link to uh, our product and have a discount. Um, Really, it's just like that initial first push that I feel like is the most important. It's just getting it in people's hands. How soon after this launch will there be another launch? Well, um, (laughs) we're working on our next next mask. Um, We've just locked in a couple of things. We're not completely there yet. Um, but I think one thing that we learned from the first go around is rather than try to push out a bunch of things at once, uh, we're just going to stick to one and do it right and get the word out and have people aware of what no beauty is. And once we build that foundation, we can start to grow our company from there. But our mission is going to stay the same. It's just solve specific skincare problems with high quality ingredients at affordable prices. 
can we safely assume that we're going to see a bunch of masks continue to come out from the brand? Yes. No Beauty is going to be a mask forward company. Yeah. Okay. All right. Awesome. Anything else to know about that or too soon to share? Too soon to share. Too soon to okay. share. Okay. Okay. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. I always say that like, like the beauty editor thing is like a brand or a founder has worked on something for like six months and then an editor comes in and we're like, congratulations on your new launch. And okay, what's next? <laughs> and like, that's just like the beauty editor way. Cause like, Literally. we're always thinking about the next story, the next thing. So will you be doing anything, um, you know, beyond Instagram? Like, is there like a TikTok campaign? Is there any marketing initiatives we should know about for the company? Um, I mean, I, I am definitely husky, I think, when it comes to <laughs> social media um, and TikTok. I, I mean, I know it's massive and that's definitely something that like we're, we're getting on as far as the company. Um, but uh, man, I just, I can't keep up. <laughs> I really can't. There's just, I feel you <sighs> feel like I'm starting to get old. I'm like, what's a millennial to do? Am I right? Literally. What is a millennial to do? <laughs> <laughs> as a fellow millennial who ended up in this job reporting like on TikTok and on influencers like it, it took me uh, I was like what what what's a stitch like I did I did not know a thing so <laughs> but yeah I mean like it's a very big demo that is on there so we're we're definitely gonna try to get to it um I think right now we're just focused on our launch and our partnership with Amazon and just trying to move as much as we can. Will Amazon be doing anything exciting for the launch that you can talk about? Um, I think that we're going to do a live on Amazon. Um, I don't know what all I'm allowed to say. Fair. <laughs> um, but they're being very, very supportive um, and, and making sure that there will be a lot of eyes on No Beauty. That's amazing. I guess, like, is there anything I'd love to hear you tell us a little bit more of the story of going through product development this time and, like, you know, creating a product from scratch again with it being just you uh, as a solopreneur <laughs> um, and what, what what that was like and working with Mary and and t tell our listeners, by the way, who Mary is, please. <laughs> Mary is my formulator. She has done so much in the beauty space. She's created a ton of different products. Like she knows how to make things work for your skin. Um, but I, I met up with her and I was like, I want to find something that a really works. B that we're looking to nature to give us some answers and C I really want to put some lactic acid in this because <laughs> I love it so much. Um, and we found the Canadian colloidal clay and that was like really exciting to me because it is from an active glacier and, and it has so many different um, minerals and can do so much for your skin. Um, and so we started there as like our base and um 
I think I already said like uh, putting all the different ingredients together, um, making sure I got my lactic acid in there, making sure we we're hitting all the things that were going to brighten your skin, um, take away dead skin, purify, um, and help reduce fine lines. Um, and then it was like, okay, how do we want the the clay itself to look? And I'm like, well, it's got to be purple. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, like, I'm not trying to get food dye and, like, make it purple. Like, we went for natural ingredients and minerals to, like, give it the color. It's, like, a very light purple. Um, And then I was like, okay, so if, if we're going for a luxurious moment just for you and yourself, that, that personally to means me means like a spa day. So I'm like, I want it to kind of smell like the spa. Is the brand color purple or is the color of this product purple? The color of this product is purple. Okay. Okay. But since we are launching with this product, all you see right now is purple. But there is a beautiful way that we have already thought out beforehand to merge all the colors together so that it looks cohesive. That was the other thing that was really interesting and (laughs) challenging trying to figure out is like okay this is a great first product but like where are we going from here and then trying to figure out how to map out what the next few products would be and then as well as their packaging uh, so that it all is cohesive and is if it's on a shelf like all looks (laughs) good together yeah I feel like really the last thing I want to talk to you about is sort of, you know, and I know that your fans will see this on Instagram, but like, who did you create this for? And what do you want them to know about this product as it hits virtual shelves as this podcast? (laughs) (laughs) It will have just hit virtual shelves as our listeners are hearing us chat. Yeah. um, Well... I'm going to talk a little bit about my skincare journey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I I did not really care for skincare at all. For me, it was all of, all about cosmetics cuz I mm. grew up in theater and I loved it. So I was like that 8-year-old girl walking around wearing the bright red what was it called? <laughs> uh lipstick by MAC like Ruby, Ruby Woo. Woo? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love when two beauty girls can just like vibe and know that. Yeah, exactly. I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah. So like that was me. I was that child. I loved it. Um, at eight. <laughs> at eight. <laughs> and then, of course, I started to hit puberty and my skin started to freak out because at this point I was already filming. I was on set every day. They were applying tons of makeup and I'm super oily. So I'm so shiny. The amount of powder that goes onto my face is kind of ridiculous. So my face just eats powder, which therefore all my pores are completely blocked. Um, And I started to have to actually wash my face, which I should have been (laughs) doing forever ago, but never gave it the time of day. Um, I honestly didn't really start to get invested in skincare until I was like, in my late 20s. And I started to see these little fine lines appearing around my eyes. And I was like, (laughs) Oh, no, it's happening. (laughs) The thing that they always tell you will happen one day is finally happening. Um, 
So I like freaked out and I like went to the, so the store, I think I was filming bad boys at the time. And I got, I asked the, the beauty, um, sales clerk, what is the best ice eye cream that you got for me? Like, what is going to take away my fine lines? And she was like, oh, this Dior um, eye cream sublimage is really amazing. They're great results. And I'm like, great, I'll buy it. I like spend a lot of money. I was like very careful about the packaging. I was like, oh, this is really pretty. Um, but sure enough, after about a month, I started to see results. And I was like, oh, there are actually skincare products out there that are going to give you results. Um, and that's really what started to ignite my love for skincare because it's hard to find good quality active ingredients for a good price point. Everything is really marked up. And like I said, I don't like spending a ton of money. Um, so I'm always looking for a bargain. Um, and that's another reason why I'm just so proud of no beauty because it really does work. Um, and it's affordable. So I think honestly to everyone out there who is going to see this and who is going to be interested about the product, give it a go. Whether you're 14 years old and just starting to wear makeup or you're 18 and the acne is really coming on. Or if you're 30 and the fine lines are starting to show up, like this is a product that really targets all those things and is very, very helpful for giving you the confidence that you deserve in having clear skin. Amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs>